Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's program. We're going to talk about plowing that snow and making that dough with special guest Kevin Salters. He was on the program a month or two back, and uh, we chatted a little more uh, lawn care-related stuff back then. But uh, it is snow season for y'all up north, and so I wanted to pick Kevin's brain about snow. Welcome back to the show, Kevin. Hey, good morning, Paul. Thank you so much for having me again. Yeah, we got a lot of folks listening in, in Michigan, Minnesota, Canada, New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio. So uh, all the all the snow states. I'm I'm down here. It's uh, pleasant, uh, sixty degrees, little overcast today in Atlanta. We we don't do snow down here. <laughs> but well, uh, some of those states that you mentioned already probably had some snow and and have dealt with a little bit. I'm up in Connecticut, and well, luckily we haven't had any yet, but it's it's on our heels. Yes, sir. Well, we'll dive all into the snow, the business side of the snow business today and, and get you share your expertise on that. Thanks to today's episode sponsor. That's our friends at Jobber. If you guys are looking for a CRM to run your business, one of the main features that I like about Jobber is I can send an invoice to my customer and then I can see if they open the invoice or if they didn't. And once they open it, they'll have an easy, convenient opportunity to pay with a, a card right then and there. So you're not waiting on that clunky process of getting the old check in the mail or whatever their excuse is. You can see all of the timeline of how that invoice process is going. And even better for customers that are on a uh, recurring basis, or if you have an agreement where you can charge their card, then you can just go into Jobber and charge your customer's card on file very easily. So it helps with cash flow tremendously. And they're offering a free 14-day trial for Green Industry Podcast listeners. That link is in the show notes at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Well, Kevin, I know you were just on the program recently, so give the very abbreviated version of your uh, story, and then we'll dive into the snow aspect. All right. I've been, I've been in the green space basically since a teenager um, at all different levels from managing a $6 million business to working on the corporate side of one of the national chains to uh, building some smaller businesses literally from ground up and then bringing them to market to sell to some of our, um, again, larger companies in the fertilization business. I own a fertilization company right now. Um, I started that about six years ago, went complete solo two years ago, and I do not do any snow anymore. But I've 
done snow my entire career up until the last two years. And our typical year was about one and a half to $2 million in snow removal of commercial and HOA properties. Wow. And yeah, so that, that's, that's it in a nutshell, but I sent you some bullet points I, I want to touch on because I think it's going to help a lot of people if they're just getting into the snow business. And, and you said it in the beginning, you know, move that snow, make that dough. Very true. Extremely profitable, but you can lose your entire business in, in less than an hour if something goes sideways. So what's going to be important is to set your business up correctly, LLC, incorporation, at whatever level you are to separate you personally from the business itself. Unfortunately, there's more lawyers out there and people that want to take advantage of the system that could ruin your life and your business moving forward. So you want, if you are a landscaper, it's even what we did is we set up our snow division as a separate division from our landscaper. So that kind of isolated and insulated us from slip and fall lawsuits even a little bit better if they did come in. Proper insurance for your business. So in New England, it's been a crazy battle back and forth over the last 15 years of what insurance needs to be. And it used to be where you would have a snow rider on your landscape policy. Well, the insurance companies said that isn't fair because we're not getting enough money to recoup from the slip and fall accidents that are being claimed against us. So we need you to have a separate snow policy. So just check with your provider to make sure that you are covered for what you are doing because they are coming after you, whether you're personally attached to it or your business. And if you don't have that insulation of proper insurance between, you're going to lose some money pretty quick. Make sure you have the proper insurance for your team members. So if you have team members on staff, make sure your workman's comp is up to date. Make sure that it's covered in the snow. And, and I know every state's going to be different, but just things to look into and, and check. If you use subcontractors as work, which many people did, we did. We had a ton of contractors that came in, construction companies, roofers that, um, you there, Paul? Yeah, I'm, I'm just listening, man. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. It's like drinking from a fire hose, man. I, I, I get a lot of questions about snow and I, I basically say, well, go ask Corey Ballard or ask Fullerton or ask someone, ask someone that up north, man. So this is, I am a absolute rookie when it comes to snow. So I'm, I'm just literally, I got a little yellow pad here and I'm taking notes because I just to serve my audience better, I'm trying to learn. So I, I have my pupil hat on and I'm just learning. Keep going, Kevin. Great. So if you have subcontractors, they in turn work for you depending on how you're paying them. Are you paying them a 1099? Then there's, if they're not insured properly, then their workman's comp if one of their people gets injured is going to come back to you and you're going to be responsible for the worker's comp on them. Again, this is in Connecticut. So make sure that they are insured properly because they are just a finger of your business out there providing services kind of under your name and it is going to come back to you. Now, what is a slip and fall? Unfortunately, there's tons of lawyers that advertise on on the radio and billboards. And I know you have them down South, but we call them ambulance chasers. And what they want to do is they literally advertise up here when it gets cooler. And I've already started to see them. Did you slip and fall in a, a proper, a property that was not maintained properly or this and that? Well, when you're in icy snowy conditions, what is proper? So that's going to come down to either a judge. It's not going to go to a jury, but to a panel to see, are you doing the processes correctly? Are you keeping record of them? What is important, and this is going to go back to your CRM system of Jobber and the GPS track it, 
is showing exact time that you're on the property. So record keeping can be the most, it probably is the most important thing you can do on a snow job. Snowing, plowing snow is fun, but what you are is a risk mitigator. That's all you're doing. You're trying to protect yourself and the company and the people that you're serving from any injury. And you can only do that to a certain level to where you have to expect some of the liability to come on to the consumer for wearing the proper footwear, driving in the proper speeds, all that. And we've had lawsuits in every different angle from falling downstairs to cars and accidents sliding down their driveway, which it actually was their car was in neutral. It wasn't our issue. Um, but in Connecticut, there's a two year statute of limitation. So what these uh, lawyers do is, let's say Paul comes to a lawyer and says, hey, I slipped in this parking lot. It was slippery. I was walking out of the bar. They will wait till about 18 months. And then they will come with a letter and say, hey, this client of ours has this problem, slip and fall, hoping that you do not have proper records. It is imperative that you record when you were on site, what did you do while you were on site? What were the weather conditions on site? All that needs to be documented. The more of that that you can produce to your debt when the deposition happens, it's just another notch in your belt of, yep, he's legit. Yep, they did what they were supposed to do. And and we've won so many cases just being able to give them every bit of information from certified weather stations. Make sure you have a third-party weather reporting system. You're going to want that one for payment so that in this county, we know that it snowed eight inches. And here's a third party that said it snowed inches in that eight inches. I'm either going to bill it per inch or depending how your contract's set up. And it's something that you've mutually agreed apart upon ahead of time so that there is no discrepancy in what's going on. But that's also your record to go back certified that two years ago on that day, it didn't snow that day. So what really was the issue? Well, it seems like the person is just making a false claim because there wasn't any any slippery conditions at that time. Um, everything needs to be timestamped when you're on. If it's paper, if it's your GPS system, which we used, we had a CRM system where everything was all integrated with where our trucks were, what truck was what, and then our guys could just enter in what were they doing. Were they doing sanding? Were they doing salting? Were they doing snow removal? Um, I talk to a bunch of different people that just ask me questions and I do some consulting and it's more on the record keeping that people don't understand. It's not, you know, I, I've done some bidding for people recently just to help them get some more commercial work, but it's what do they need to have for records? And most in, in our slip and fall history, most times happens on, on sidewalks and stairs. So I've had some contractors reach out to me and like, do I really need snow insurance? Because I'm just clearing walks with sidewalks. Um, with snowblowers. Well, really, that's more of a liability than actually driving in a car down a road in an HOA or in an apartment complex. It's where your foot under snow is going to be is where you're going to most likely get that issue. Going into the snow season, you want to make sure that you do a pre-site inspection. And that can be just as simple as we would just take our phones and video as we either walked or drove through the property just to show what damage was there prior to the season. because every person is going to want that has that property is going to want some type of repair. Oh, you broke this curb here or this pole is leaning. But if you have record of it, then they're not going to come back and get you on that. It, it helps a ton. You need to do post snow inspections. And that could be two or three days after the snow. And we've had many a times where you find 
a frozen gutter that's now leaking water over into a staircase or a walkway where you can make notification to the property manager that, hey, this is an issue. This is not a concern in our contract. One, it's on record if someone slips and falls, but two, you need to rectify this so someone doesn't get hurt. Would you like us to handle that? And then we would go on to a an additional service for that property. Um, it safety in the trucks itself with our guys, you know, make sure that they have high visibility, everything, because you're, when you're plowing snow, you're driving and working in the worst possible conditions that are out there. Nobody wants to be out there. So make sure you have strobe lights, light, um, beepers. When you back up, there was a case where a guy was plowing in a horrible snowstorm and everything was legit, had his lights, had backup camera, had a beeper. And unfortunately, a person slid under his truck and he drove over them. And there was the, the demise. L- luckily, everything was recorded by some on-site cameras. Granted, he didn't get sued, but that poor gentleman had to live with that the rest of his life. And, and really, who in the world would want, would want to do that? When you're buying ice melt, now everyone's probably already bought it or getting ready to or ready to for your walkways and, and de-icing of staircases. I know times are tough and products have gone up, but don't look to buy the cheapest product that's out there. When you use a, a salt that is coated with a CMA, which is pretty much your cheapest product that you can put out there on stairs, it will de-ice. But when you go up to the more expensive products like the calcium chloride, what causes that melt and refreeze of the temperature of the salt that it can work, the CMA additive, which will give you a little bit cooler temperatures that'll melt compared to a hotter product that'll actually help evaporate and dry that water so it doesn't refreeze as often and it's actually drying the surfaces so that you don't have those melt and refreezes in the middle of the night. If you have properties that are prone to that, you want to make sure that you have a crew, like we would have an early crew that would go out at 3 a.m. to our commercial properties where we knew there were known problems or there were weather conditions that warranted and they would actually do a walk check. So they would go out and check all the the stoops, the entryways where the main foot traffic was going to be to make sure that you weren't going to have some type of, of issue. It is, it happens in snow every season. It's not, Oh, it's never happened to me. It may not have been reported to you, but unfortunately there are slip and falls. Most people are pretty honest. They slip. They're like, oh, what a meatball. I don't have my work boots on. I have my my dress shoes on and realize that they're not dressed properly for the conditions. But unfortunately, you're going to get the people that will take full advantage of that, seeing the commercials or hearing them on the radio um, of what they possibly could get a little bit of money out of. Um, When you do get summoned to a a lawsuit, um, you are going to, like I said before, need to provide all the documents you can. Remember, whatever you say on the phone is recorded. They used to be in person. They changed over to, to telephone and everything is recorded. So you have to answer only the question with the least amount of information that you possibly need to give them because it will be held against you. And this only comes from the experience. We had 100, 120 different properties that we maintained regularly. And they were all commercial from industrial to HOA, where you could have 400 residents in that one um, property. They want to use your words to tie them into what your claim is saying. And, and they're very, very good at it. They're 
they have a little degree in psychology that helps them kind of coerce the story a little bit. You just answer the direct questions that are given to you. Um, as I said, snow can be a wonderful, profitable business. We were very successful in it, but we we took some bumps and bruises al- along the way. So you you have to be prepared for that. Those bumps and bruises are going to go after your your business itself and in the cost of it. There's no way around it. So you need to be protected and shielded from that. What what other questions do you have that I may have missed? That's kind of the the quick machine gun approach. Yeah, no, that was absolutely fantastic. And I will put in today's uh, show notes, guys, the company cam app. I think that would be uh, something that would be beneficial to have because you can take those videos and photos and have them timestamped and have real uh, proof on, you know, on your app of all of the work. I know roofers do that because if somebody says, you know, oh, I slip and fall, blah, blah, blah. And you show the picture that it was taken care of at this timestamp, but that, that evidence is going to be fantastic. So uh, that's a new app called company cam that could be helpful. I wanted to talk a little bit about the business side of things. I've been uh, asked by guys in the transitional States, Missouri. uh, There's a guy up in Virginia and and they were talking to me, Hey, what do you think I should do in the winter? I'm thinking about doing plow. And I I said, dude, not take my advice with a grain of salt. I'm, I'm not in that world, but I said, dude, go, go get a job at Costco or something for the winter. I was like, why would you spend all that money on getting the plow and getting all this stuff? And it's not even going to, it could snow a lot in, in these transitional zones, but it might not. It's, it's different if you're up in Minnesota or Canada, but a lot of guys that do lawn care businesses that live kind of in the middle of the country where it snows a little bit, or maybe it won't. And they, they, they spend all this money. I'm like, dude, we need to make money, not just spend it. So I, I, I actually advise them don't do snow, go get it, you know, go get some side hustle income at, at UPS or Amazon or something, you know, somewhere you can work for a few months during the colder months. But what what are your thoughts on the financial side of things for, for for folks that live in the snow zones and then folks that live in those transitional zones with buying the equipment, the the materials, and, and how do you do it profitably and, and, and when is it a good idea for somebody not to get into snow? Well, this is this is a layup. You must have served me, but it falls back to knowing your numbers. When you can take your program and stuff that I've worked with, and you take someone in the transitional zone and really compute what is my investment to hopefully possibly plow some snow this year and nobody slip and fall and me not wreck my truck and yada, 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 and have that truck still in great condition to go out and work when I'm going to be working on a scheduled system, recurring revenue, huge in this business. And people overlook that all the time. Snow, we did snow, unfortunately, because we had to, we had to serve our clients because they needed year-round service or they weren't going to go with us. We were large and they could just move into some other newer, smaller guy that thought they could perform the service, but really couldn't when it, when the push came to shove. But you really need to weigh all that out. What is the cost of a plow? What is the cost of a sander? What is the cost of being able to have those products on hand or readily available in the middle of a snowstorm so I can go out and serve my clients? You know, the, the Minnesota, Northern Ohio, those areas and over, those guys are professional snowmowers. That This is part of their business and they build that into their business acclimate. They have to. Um, they need to provide that service. 
But in the transitional, which Connecticut has become more transitional than not, we're on an average of 40 to 52 inches of snow. And there's years where we're lucky to hit 32. We had a break-even part. If we didn't hit 39 inches of snow the way our numbers were, we might as well just stay home with our labor load that was going out there and the cost to run all this. You need to know that. What is my return going to be? Is this going to be a three-year return? Is it going to be a five-year return? Are you willing to go three or five years and wait for that investment so your plow can get a sunburn all summer long and your sander can collect mice? Those are things you really have to think about. You Of you going to work for someone, like you said, I think is a wonderful idea. And when I first started out, I was a dishwasher at a restaurant and it was the easiest fun job in the world. Everyone's stressed out. Oh, you're going to wash all those dishes. I'm warm. My hands are warm. I'm getting paid. I'm not worried about what's going on outside. Then we start getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So yeah, I agree with you that sometimes you have to weigh it out. It may be better for me to go get another job that you may even learn some business skills from that will help you carry on into your, your warm weather work instead of taking that risk of snow. An example of what our insurance policy costs for the dollar volume you do, because it's built on the dollar volume and the more it snowed, the more they charged you. Our insurance policy was $230,000 a year just to do snow, just to say a week and plow snow. Wow. If it snowed more, they just audit it and say, hey, we got more inches. You did more dollar volume. It's going up, went up to 300 and change one year. So that's at a higher level in in a risk area that was known for slip and falls because of the type of industry we're in. So you really have to know your numbers. What is insurance policy for snow that's going to protect me well? Not not the bare bone minimum, you know, not 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 the free 99 policy that could do okay if something happened. You need to be prepared because something's going to happen. You just have to be ready for that. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. Hey guys, Paul here, and I want to tell you about an exciting event happening here in Atlanta called Synced Live. The dates for the event are February 6th through 7th, 2023. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. It's going to start on Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. and then be all day Tuesday. I'm going to be there. Really looking forward to this expo. It's going to have 70 plus innovative products and services. There's going to be a drink reception on that Monday night, February 6th. And then on Tuesday, February 7th, guys, at Synced Live, There's going to be demonstrations, educational sessions, and plenty of industry inspiration. Now, you can get your all-access pass to Expo and all the education sessions for only $99. This is the only event shaping the future by connecting all aspects of the landscape industry into one event. And it's in my city, Atlanta, Georgia, right across the street from our baseball stadium where the Braves play. So we want the next generation of landscape owners and decision makers to be there. I'm going to be there. Hopefully, you will be as well. To register, all you got to do is click on the link in today's show notes. We hope to see you in Atlanta this February. 
Designed for landscaping professionals, the Z700 Series zero-turn mowers from Kubota are the best in class in performance, productivity, comfort, and durability. You'll love the commercial-grade engines, durable spindle assembly, and a low profile with 14-inch wheels. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Yeah, and back to the part-time job for the transitional zone guys. I just, I'm mentioning this because I've done these conversations and, and those, you know, Illinois, M- Missouri, Virginia, West Virginia, Kentucky, th- there's all these states where it's like, y- you could get a good dose of snow or you could only snow twice that year and you would be at an absolute loss. But if you go out and you get a job and there's so many places where if you're just honest with them and say, listen, I own a lawn care business. April 1st or March 1st, I'm going to be back working in that business. But if you need a hand, November, December, January, February, you know, I'm, I'm going to show up on time. I'm going to do a good job. There's a lot of guys that do construction indoors uh, that are that are always looking for somebody who can, you know, uh, turn a wrench or hit a hammer or whatever. And, and even like a restaurant, I worked at Carabas. You go there and I'd make a hundred bucks a night. Well, that was plus a hundred bucks. There was no overhead. There was no... Uh, expenses. Like I just, I made money every time I worked and, and it's a lot safer. And so if you're not in, like you said, Michigan, Northern Ohio, Minnesota, where you're guaranteed to get the snow, it might be safer just to see if you can pick up a side job for three, four months, make some income coming in and don't risk it not snowing. And you spent all that money on, on equipment that you, that, you know, didn't even use. It's, it's, it's scary to me. The guys in the transitional zone that see the pictures on Instagram the guys in Minnesota and Michigan and think, oh, they make it look so easy. I'm going to go, I'm going to go do that too. And, and then it doesn't snow and then you're screwed. And, and of course, everything, everything on Instagram is the good stuff. And you don't see the bad stuff when it's like you said, it's 45 degrees out and raining and you're not making money because you can't push water, but also going to work for someone can help you appreciate what you have coming up in the spring. You know, most people that own their own business, entrepreneurs, and they start making that cash on their own and they're running the business. It's hard to swallow an hourly rate when you can go bill out 350 bucks in in an afternoon doing a wonderful job and then going and get $20 an hour. It helps you appreciate and think a little bit more towards your season coming up as, geez, I can make some phenomenal money in this field. How can I fine tune that? Take this time that you have during the wintertime to learn Everybody pays for an education, whether it's college, whether it's your course, other courses, YouTube, Spotify. There's so many things that are available to learn that weren't available when we were coming through the field that it was all even more private than you think it is now to know somebody's numbers or little tricks or to up the trade. Absorb, be a sponge, because those are going to help you every month that you are in the warm season. Yeah, and even it'll, it'll get you momentum, too. I know Naylor from the LCR media podcast, there were several winters where he worked at, I think it was called UPS. I was like the the, sure. the helper of the driver. And then he worked at the Amazon warehouse. And then you can build up to the point where you're like, you know what? I don't want to be delivering Am- or Amazon or UPS packages anymore. They're being in those warehouses. And that will get you um, some backbone in April, in May, when, when you're making bank, when you're 
upping your prices to set that money aside, not just for your business tax savings account, but set it aside for your winter fund. Like our boy, Johnny Moe, he, he knows what he needs to save for his winter fund. And he tries to save that by Labor Day every year. So if you, you get a few years where you have to go work somewhere just to pay the bills so your wife doesn't hit you with a frying pan, then you could save <laughs> enough money to have in the, in the checking or saving account by Labor Day so that you can say, you know what, this winter I can take it off from not having to have a, full, a, a, a part-time job, but I can, I can spend those, those winter months maybe doing what, um, you know, going on vacation or, or retooling and working on, on the administrative, administrative side of your business or whatever. I mean, n- no one listening to my podcast as an entrepreneur is just going to sit around and watch Seinfeld for three months. They, they, they want to be building and creating, but if you have the money saved, then it gives you more options. So. Well, we always planned six months in advance and right now I'm literally, I'm in my office working on my renewals for next year for my clients. If you you can be more profitable in your downtime sometimes than you can be out in the field because you really can get down into the weeds, get with your bookkeeper, get with your consultants and really see where am I? Where do I need to be? How can I be more productive? We know prices are going to go up this coming season, getting ready for that and trying to insulate it from your clients as best as possible. So you still can offer that, that quality service at a profitable rate but you can stay in within their budget so that you still are servicing them. That's so good. Well, Kevin, I really appreciate your time. Have you got connected with Megan and Joey? I think I can't remember if last time you said you were just starting with them. Uh, I have the, I have the trifecta. I have the Megan, Joey, and Sheila. Oh, there you go. That's, that's my dream team as well, man. They are excellent. It's fun. Yeah. and and It, it, It really is fun. Yeah, Megan and Joey, they they just specialize in landscaping lawn care customers. So they see so many businesses across the United States that they are really picking up on things from our blind side, maybe ahead of time. They they just notice the right ratios and and, and where you should be. And and then Sheila's very smart, especially when it comes to overall financial success of, of should you do a Roth IRA or should you do a traditional IRA or where should you be investing this money to grow wealth and, and, you know, how can you be saving on your taxes? Are there expenses? And just, she's a very, um, she's what's called a certified financial planner. So she knows how to send as little money as legally possible to the government. You obviously, um, you want to be moral and pay every penny that you owe, but you don't want to be leaving money on the table because you didn't understand various tax rules. And she'll also help you to be investing your money and, you know, capitalizing on compound interest and and building long-term wealth. So they are my personal bookkeepers and tax planners and and financial advisors and all of that. Uh, They are great. So. And, and just to, to boast on that is with Sheila, like the last meeting I had with her, I'm at the end of my season. She's getting ready to go through and do my taxes and, and check everything out. I pre-buy pro- a product for the spring and I asked her, how much can I pre-buy? And she gave me a number. Here is what you can spend down this year to help reduce some of your tax exposure for the 2022. Now, 2023, that product's paid for, and that's going to come in as direct profit once it goes out on people's properties. But then she said, now's the time that we can 
maybe invest in that new piece of equipment that's going to do make your job a little bit easier. Now we have another asset in the, on the books that's going to reduce your exposure as well. So she does that planning mentally for me, and and it, it's made a huge difference just in, in in weight off your shoulder. Yeah, and then you get more and more months and years working with them. Joey is is really smart at looking at my numbers, and he gives me an exact revenue goal uh, per month. Like, Paul, I, I need you to be hitting this mark because that's going to cover your owner's pay. That's going to cover your taxes. That's going to cover all your overhead expenses. It's it's my break-even rate. We talk in your numbers about your break-even rate per man hour, but you also want to, you also kind of want to know what is that break-even rate per month. So you can know revenue-wise, I need to hit this revenue goal each month. And it varies, you know, based on uh, what month it is. And then they give me a ceiling, like expense-wise, don't spend over this much next month. And so I know I got to keep my expenses at this place. And that helps you plan throughout the year because in the spring, when the money's flowing like water, I mean, you just got all this money. It's easy to want to go update this and upgrade that and buy that new and buy all this stuff just because the money in the bank's fat. But they, they help me know, okay, no, we're only spending this much next month. So that means we're not going to buy that new whatever until two months from now. And then just, they just help the margin stay proper. So you're not, because what a lot of guys do is they grow too fast and then something happens. Like you said, on Instagram, everything's perfect, but you know, what happens when the truck does break or the employee does quit or something? It never goes as perfectly as Instagram makes it look. They, they just make sure that you understand your numbers and that you're, you're staying in your lane. And, and they've been so helpful for me and accountability. I, I do hit my goals. If, if Joey says, try to hit this revenue next month, I, it's like gamified for me. I'm like, let's go. And I just, I, I try to hit what they think I need to hit to, to reach the financial goals that I have for personal wealth. I'm trying to build. They, they, you know, we work those plans. So they're great. And, and to go back on, everyone has to pay for their education. I'm not a huge fan on our education system and the way college is turned because it really is not putting out the, the people and the work ethic that we need, but the investment of having a team such as that or another like team on your side that you're going to pay for and you're going to invest, but that is your education that you're paying for. And that is something that you can't give away. It, you have it for the rest of your life. And it, every month it'll make you a better business person, especially these young guys that are out there. Hats off to you. I wish this stuff was available when I was there because I probably would have had a company or two sold already, but having that team behind me and being able to use them as a sounding board of where do I go from here is priceless. Totally. And you can ask them, Hey, what do you think? Should I buy this new mower? Should I buy this new plow? Should I buy this, that other? And they'll, they'll they don't have emotions involved. They just look at the ratios and say, yes, or not yet, or no. And and they'll just, they'll just shoot you straight based off the numbers. And there's the accountability. It was, I told uh, Megan this, it was like, I was butt naked. It's so embarrassing. The first time they look at your numbers, it's like, they see everything. They know what's in my personal checking account, my personal savings account, my business checking account, my business savings account. They know every little thing of what's going on in my business and where I'm spending my money. And it's like the best way I could explain it. It's like you're out in public, butt naked. It's like it, it, they see everything. And the good of that is it keeps you accountable. It's because it's like, wait, why, why did you do this again, Paul? Is that necessary? Is this, and, and they, they'll get up in your business, uh, not, maybe not your first or second month, but you, you start working, Oh yeah. you start working with them for years and they'll show you where you need to trim the fat. They'll show you where it's, it's just, um, 
you know, being unwise financially. And, and they'll, they'll call me to a, a higher place because and you younger guys listening, you have a better opportunity at compound interest and time than Kevin and I, who are a little older, because when you're these 18, 19, 20, 21 year old kids, if you guys start maximizing investing every penny you can in your twenties, that money with compound interest, by the time you're in your forties and fifties, you're going to have multiple millions of dollars. And, and Megan and Joey and Sheila understand compound interest and investing. And they're, they're going to help you to get the long-term plan of how can I be stocking money into, into wise investments? that's going to grow and, and, and produce wealth and, 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 and hold you to that. Are you saving the money for your taxes? Are you investing money for your future? They're, they're a team that's going to make sure you're not um, dwindling away to try to look cool on Instagram, but that you're building true lasting wealth and success. And I know you have a hard stop and here's the quick, Megan, she got me on my last call and I laughed. We both laughed. I bought something, a tractor supply, a bunch of different things, some straps, some filters. And then she says, Kevin, $3 and 19 cents for gummy bears. What bucket do you want me to put that in? I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, she she sees everything. And, and she only did it as fun. She says, don't worry about it. But she just basically wanted to let me know that I'm looking out for you and what you're spending your money on and where it's going to go and what we legally can write into the business and not. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely great. Well, I'm going to put their information, uh, company cam, everything we mentioned in the show, just look in the show notes. Um, these, these people, you want to get them on your team, uh, these apps, these just, like you said, I didn't have this when I started Kevin and I, I was out there broke, busting, disgusted, making bad decisions. And I wish I would have started getting my numbers in order and my, um, investing maxed out and, you know, capitalize on compound interest much earlier in life than, you know, getting a little bit older and, and playing catch up. There's so many young listeners we have to this show. I'm just like, you guys do not understand what I would do to be 21 years old again. Like I would earn more and I would save more and I would be at the, the fast track to wealth is so much easier when you guys are young. So don't, uh, don't wait till you're older to get all this stuff in order. Get, get it done now, kids. Agreed. So, all right, man, I got to roll out. You probably hear all these dings and bells. I'm getting my, my life's kind of crazy, but I, I appreciate your time, man. Today was part two. I definitely want to have you back on for part three and more. You, you, you add a lot of value to our audience. How can yeah. people, I know you said somebody messaged you after last time you're on the podcast, shout out how people can connect with you if they want to send you a personal message. Well, first of all, it was more than one person. It's amazing. Your audience reaching out, just thanking and, and, and just wanting to connect with more. All platforms, it's Root Development LLC, all one word. That's at Gmail, it's at Insta, it's at Facebook. I love to talk, and more than I love to talk, I love to help and serve. Anything, I am not the answers to everything, but I've made, like you, Paul, so many mistakes that I don't want to see our youth do because the green industry is going to be and is one of the next upcoming trades that people can really prosper from. Totally. We'll connect with Kevin on a personal basis if you guys have more questions uh, for him. So thank you for your time, man. I got to roll out, but uh, we'll definitely do it again soon. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug-and-play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the price increase letter template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com.
Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 